Welcome to Business Reporter's Future of Insurance podcast series with CoreLogic. I'm Georgie Frost and coming up we're focusing on the rise of the machines. In the old days, whether consumers were buying a home, getting insurance or hiring a handyman, they had to manage them all individually. But now we have the technology to connect services like this together, offering a smoother customer experience, which ultimately means a better product. And this is what One Home by CoreLogic is all about. Well, join me to discuss this is JJ Jagannathan. JJ is responsible for strategic business development, partnerships and M&A strategy for insurance at CoreLogic. He's extensive experience in senior leadership roles, building and growing advanced analytics business units, and has served as a mentor and advisory board member for several InsureTech startups. A very warm welcome to you, JJ. Thanks for joining us. Let's start with AI and machine learning. Now, the concepts have been around for a long time, but I want to get a little bit more into what's behind the buzzwords. What do they actually mean? Shaji, thank you for having me on your podcast. I'm really excited to be here. So you're right, AI and ML have been around for a long time. The origins of AI go back to the creation of deep learning techniques in the 1940s and Dartmouth summer research project to create programs that will create computers to think like humans. Over the next few years, we experienced about six to seven false starts that led to what is famously known as the AI winters. The real breakthrough for AI happened in 2012 with the availability of increased computing power, more training data, and cloud storage that transformed our ability to effectively use deep learning algorithms. So today, there is a little bit of AI washing of everything, but beyond the buzzwords. Whether we realize it or not, we're already consumers of AI and ML in our daily lives, when we even like unlock our iPhone using the face ID, face recognition capability, or how the iPhone photos app classifies and groups pictures of the same person, we are using AI. How close are we to the original vision of machines that think like humans? Because I think if you ask anyone what they think when they think of machine learning or AI, that's kind of, that's kind of it, the dystopian view of a robot that thinks like a human. But Actually, it's a bit more nuanced than that. Absolutely. Like, uh, so from an AI perspective, in terms of where we are in the journey, it's going to be a long and exciting journey. And we are just getting started, right? So there are three vectors in which we'll have to make a lot of progress in the years to come. So the first vector is accuracy of algorithms and fitness for purpose. So again, the key questions here are, is the AI solution fully ready to deliver on a critical business task? And do we have sufficient model precision? Say if the model is trying to classify the roofing type uh, from an aerial imagery photo, is 80% confidence sufficient to make an underwriting decision or do the insurance underwriters need a 90% confidence? So again, what this means is like, it's easy to solve this for simpler problems But again, for more complex problems, we've got a long way to go. Uh, And the second vector is going to be around building AI solutions with no bias. Again, AI bias is an anomaly in the output of machine learning algorithms due to prejudiced uh, human assumptions made during the algorithm development process or human prejudice in the trained data set. We have a long way to go in terms of ensuring that we're building AI solutions with no algorithmic bias. 
And the last vector is achieving artificial generalized intelligence. Again, this is a dream end state goal for many AI researchers, but we are not there yet. And we don't have to wait for it because the deep learning algorithms that we currently have have tremendous power and plenty of like new and differentiated insurance solutions can be just solved using what we have. You've given a couple of examples about how AI is used in insurance, but more generally speaking, how substantial has AI and machine learning been in this industry and how much further has it got to go? So in the insurance ecosystem, some insurtech startups have done a great job of delivering AI-first solutions. So we have a few AI-first startups that are setting the tone for the future of the insurance industry. So we have strong proof points on how AI-based insurtechs like Lemonade have transformed how insurance is sold, serviced, and how claims are handled. Shift Technology out of France has done a fantastic job of leveraging AI for claims fraud detection and claims automation. So, and again, some of the top insurance carriers and insurance solution providers have also established in-house AI teams to tackle some of the most pressing business problems. So I'd say the influence of AI and insurance over the last four years has been substantial, but we're just getting started. In episode one, and do listen back if you haven't been listening to every one of these episodes, why not? Uh, I was joined by Wes Jones, who's been in the insurance industry for many years, uh, and he oversees the customer success team at CoreLogic. And he was saying that actually this is... um, well, it is by its very nature, a risk averse industry. And so in terms of technological advances, it's been rather plodding, I think we'd say in England. It's been rather slow on the uptake. Is that the same with AI and machine learning? Have there been problems with take up? So there are three problems that impact take up the way I see it. So the first problem is model accuracy. So the insurance industry has traditionally had low margins and insurance executives recognize the potential for AI as a way to drive profitability and differentiation. So they are big champions of emerging AI solutions. But with that said, uh, the, uh, the key for a full adaptation of AI in a production setting across an insurance carrier's entire book of business is model accuracy. So the key uh, questions to think about here are, can the model deliver consistent results? Can the model fulfill the business ROI that was promised? And can the model deliver the policyholder experience uh, that is transformational? So again, um, uh, any of the model output has to be defendable. So model accuracy is an important component. And then the second factor around um, model take-up is around explainability of the algorithm. So if the model acts like a black box and if the ingredients cannot be explained in simple English to all the internal and external stakeholders, then we are gonna have a take-up problem. The third challenge for model uh, take-up comes from the legacy insurance platforms and data silos. So you might have the best AI models, but if you don't have a digital platform and the model input and scoring data that is needed available in real time, uh, then your model is going to sit on the shelf and it's going to collect dust. The reason is it's hard to implement and use it in production. So I would say digital and data enablement are key for AI take up. Okay, then explain One Home to me, if you would, as a concrete illustration of a fully integrated AI and machine learning enabled digital experience. Uh, happy to. 
One Home is CoreLogic's new digital and AI platform that transformed the home buying experience for consumers and realtors. CoreLogic has 1.2 million realtors. On our real estate platform, about 80% of all the home buying transactions in the US are enabled by CoreLogic. So One Home offers an unparalleled digital distribution opportunity for insurers and the ability to be present during a home, home buyer's moment of need. Today, carriers spend billions of dollars on advertising to get consumer mindshare in the hope that when a consumer is ready to buy insurance, they would remember a particular carrier. But imagine a situation when an insurance carrier is embedded in the digital real estate workflow of a high-intent consumer that's actively shopping and has an accepted offer on a home and needs insurance as part of the closing process. Being present in that consumer's moment of need and enabling on-demand insurance digital coverage is a transformative distribution opportunity that One Home offers to insurance carriers. So I'll start with the real estate workflow and then quickly get into insurance. So the single biggest concern that consumers have in the real estate transaction is the 6% commission that they have to pay when they believe they did all the work and the realtor added very little value. When we talk to realtors, uh, they would say buyers are liars. They keep changing their wish list. Uh, there, is not, there is a lot of handholding that we have to do. There is not much visibility into what the consumer is doing. And this leads to a lot of closing delays and transaction risk. Uh, clearly, they've had a lot of challenges and friction in the real estate workflow. So the One Home platform enables realtors to orchestrate the end-to-end -end home buying transaction on a single platform and make consumers feel they got tremendous value from the realtor. And they couldn't, uh, they couldn't have done this without the help of a realtor. The One Home solution has three main modules. Uh, the first one is intelligent home search. So uh, realtors have a tough time keeping track of the changing consumer needs, and this leads to a poor consumer experience. Most consumers have demanding work and family schedules and have very limited time to look at home listings. So we've made the search process really intelligent using AI and ML. So this means instead of a consumer getting 100 random home listings every week, the consumer now gets the top 20 listings that are most relevant based on the buyer's preferences and aspirations. The second component is a modern digital user experience that delight the customer. Today, when a customer orders a pizza on an app, they know when, uh, where is the pizza, when it's going to be delivered, and who's going to deliver it. Uh, but the real estate workflow, uh, uh, the whole industry is quite fragmented. So the new experience that we have made available on One Home is on par with digital experiences uh, that consumers are used to from the tech companies today. So it has a consumer-centric design, is mobile-friendly, and we've baked in a lot of valuable analytical insights into every home listing using proprietary code logic data like market value trends, total cost of ownership, uh, crime risk scores, and other on-demand capabilities. And then the last component in the the last component in one home that's really important is the marketplace. So we have created a marketplace for insurance, mortgage and home services that consumers can quickly access in their moment of need as they go through the home buying journey. So the marketplace experience has been designed to truly empower the consumer and put them in control. So now consumers will be able to shop, look at insurance rates, see how other consumers have rated and ranked a provider and, and then decide 
which particular carrier they want to engage with and how they want to engage. So no consumer data will be shared with the provider until the consumer decides to engage. So that's kind of one home in a nutshell. What are the elements in that story that would have been impossible without machine learning and AI? So I'll give you two examples. So the first one is the intelligent home search module. Very similar to how you get movie recommendations by genre on Netflix. Uh, We have created what we call as a property fit score to identify homes that are a better match with the consumer's needs and preferences. The recommender engine scores all the property listings and pushes the home listings with the highest match scores to the consumer. So we do this by taking into consideration the consumer's stated preferences like, hey, I need a home with four bedrooms, three baths, two car garages in a particular neighborhood. And other unstated preferences that are evident in a consumer's platform usage data. So if a consumer likes homes with open floor plans, white granite kitchen countertops and stainless steel appliances, the AI engine will be able to understand the user's unstated preferences and then identify other listings that have similar open floor plans and stainless steel appliance configurations. The system continuously learns with every interaction it has with the consumer. So in the second example I'd like to highlight is how we pre-fill the data for insurance coding and underwriting using AI. So when a consumer has an accepted offer on home and needs to buy insurance quickly as part of the closing process, all they'll need to do on the CoreLogic One Home platform is to validate the address of the home they want to insure and provide consent to see the insurance codes. So instead of asking the consumer 20 painful questions about the home they plan to insure, all the data fields that are required to generate a homeowner's insurance code gets pre-filled from the real estate workflow, from the consumer profile, and from third-party integrations. So the back end of this on-demand insurance buying capability is powered by an ML module that helps to do real-time risk assessment of the home by looking into aerial imagery data that was captured from planes and extract property attributes in real time to validate the property characteristics and ensure the property meets the underwriting guidelines of the insurance carrier. And uh, so, uh, Georgie, these two capabilities in one home will be impossible without AI and ML. I want to get more, although go easy on us, um, into the sort of mechanisms, the technology, how these AI machine learning modules work and and also the margin of error. Uh, Great question. So I'm not an AI expert by any means. So we have a lot of smart people with PhDs at CoreLogic that are the real brains behind this, but I'll give you a quick high-level overview. So it all starts with the training data set for the problem that you're trying to solve. So if you're trying to build a deep learning algorithm to detect cats in a video clip, you need millions of videos with uh, cats labeled in them. So the video data that is used to build and train the model to recognize the cat image is called as the training data set. So you start with your training data set. So the deep learning algorithms use a technique called neural networks that basically mimics the human brain and the neuron connectivity. You start with an input layer where the sample data is fed. And in the middle, you have several layers of neuron connectivity and weights associated between nodes. We call the neural network algorithm a deep learning network because of the number of neuron layers that is used. 
So the output of this network could be a classification that tells you if a video clip contains a cat or not. So this is how AI and ML works in general. Uh, probably I oversimplified and our uh, AI engineers might not be happy with me. <laughs> Companies that have the most comprehensive training data set in-house are going to be the winners in the AI game. So this is why you see companies like Google, Facebook, Tesla, way ahead of others in the AI arms race. Uh, insurers, again, are in the business of calculating risk using data and uh, pricing a policy based on statistical probabilities. So insurers have a ton of data that can be used for building AI models. And to your question around the margin of error, uh, the margin of error determines the readiness of an AI model for use in a production setting. It also comes down to the problem on hand that you're trying to solve and the impact of the business decision that you're trying to make. Say if you're trying to identify the roofing material of a home from an aerial imagery photo to make an underwriting decision, a confidence score of 90% might be okay to use a model in production. But if you're using an AI model in an autonomous self-driving self vehicle, you might want the model predictions to be much higher uh, in terms of confidence scores because the margin of error can put a human life at risk. I just wonder how did CoreLogic get to this point in this journey? A couple of things I want to actually like step back and talk a little bit about One Home, right, and our use of AI. So again, CoreLogic's mission is to help consumers find, buy, and protect homes they love. Uh, CoreLogic serves three main industries, insurance, real estate, and mortgage. One Home brings the fragmented workflows in these three industries into a modern end-to-end -end, uh, digital workflow uh, that's really helpful for the home buying consumer. So insurance is embedded in the home buying journey and the consumer will be able to push a button and get a quote for the new home that they are in the process of buying. Uh, let me step back and give you a little bit of background about why we decided to build the One Home platform in the first place. So before a couple of years, we noticed that billions of dollars were being poured into real estate tech and prop tech to build solutions that would disintermediate the realtor. CoreLogic has 1.2 million realtors on our real estate platform. About 4.4 uh, million home buying transactions or 80% of all transactions in the U.S are enabled by CoreLogic. And CoreLogic's matrix platform is the real estate workbench used by 80% of the multiple listing service boards in the US. So it made a lot of sense for us to better understand the challenges faced by realtors and consumers and provide them with the right solution. So to better understand the challenges faced by consumers and realtors and the experience they wanted, we interviewed 100 recent home buyers and 100 realtors in five geographic locations. So based on this research, we designed the One Home solution to help realtors effectively meet the challenging expectations or actually changing expectations of today's consumers. Uh, the real estate workflow on One Home presents a large opportunity for insurance carriers to be present during a consumer's moment of need and optimize their uh, new customer acquisition strategy. And a lot of the new capabilities that we deliver, what we call as transformation, was powered by AI and machine learning. It sounds like this was all very needed. I want to know what the situation was like in the past uh, without these technologies. How difficult did it used to be? Uh, absolutely. So uh, 
we had a lot of inefficiencies in the system that couldn't be addressed due to the lack of AI and ML technologies. I'll just give you one insurance business example here. Property insurance carriers inspect a certain percentage of their new business policies as part of the underwriting process and a percentage of the uh, existing policies before renewing them. So carriers inspect the policyholders home as part of the risk assessment workflow to see if there is an insurance to value gap that would result in a premium leakage. So basically they wanna find out if a policyholder recently added an extra room or a pool that was unreported to the insurance carrier. And then the second reason why they inspect a home is to see if there could be a condition hazard issue like roof damage with miss missing shingles or exposed electrical wiring that might cause a claim in the future. So the carrier has to decide if a home has to be inspected externally using a field inspection service or if the home, uh, if they have to do a self-inspection using the policyholder and capture these findings. The industry used to spend several millions of dollars to, uh, on the homeowner inspection process. So before 10 years, the whole inspection ordering process was random. Carriers used simple business rules to inspect, say they'll inspect every fifth policy they underwrite. Uh, that is not a strategy at all. Uh, then with a little bit more data, they used basic analytics to fine tune that inspection ordering guidelines by focusing on regions that had some historical losses. Uh, then they started using predictive analytic models to optimize the inspection ordering and uh, the overall spend. But over the last three to four years, with significant advancements in AI and ML and the availability of uh, aerial imagery coverage and the freshness of data, uh, uh, the availability of digital apps, we're now able to use deep learning neural networks to look at aerial imagery of homes and then capture um, data from consumer DIY inspections to quickly extract all the hazard characteristics in real time and to make the best underwriting and inspection decisions. All of this is done actually at a much lower cost than before. So I would say we have come a long way in the last 10 years in this area. And there's plenty of other use cases and instruments that would follow the same maturity curve in AI and ML usage. So we've come a long way and you intimated at the start, there's still a ways to go, but where else could this technology be applied sort of now and, and going into the future? Uh, so I'll give you an example on where else this technology could be used. Uh, the future of insurance claims is moving towards a proactive loss avoidance and loss mitigation paradigm versus the reactive loss adjudication and settlement process that we used to do before. So uh, one particular area is non-weather water-related damage claims. So again, this is an $8 billion industry problem for US insurance carriers. So these are losses coming from pipe bursts, sewer backup, faulty appliances, and water damage from say bathtub overflow. So carriers are trying to address this particular problem by proactively offering smart home water leak sensors. So these are the IoT devices. Uh, today, the water sensors are offered to any policyholder that opts in for a device discount. So this random deployment of water sensors is not going to solve the loss expense problem for the carrier. 
So in the future, what we're going to see is carriers are going to take a more targeted AI and ML recommender solution approach to identify the top 5% of homes, with the high risk for water damage, and then instrument those homes with water sensor devices. So we're gonna see more thoughtful deployment. So IoT is gonna be clearly an area that's gonna significantly benefit from AI and ML. So the future possibilities of AI and deep learning applications and insurance are just endless. So here are three key trends, I believe uh, we're gonna see in the insurance industry from an AI perspective. Uh, so the first one is AI inside. Just like Intel inside, we're gonna see more AI inside as part of future insurance uh, digital platforms. So the use of conversational AI bots is gonna explode and it will help carriers reduce the customer acquisition cost and claim handling expense. So high frequency, low severity claims like a laptop or iPhone theft claim will be settled by AI claim chatbots in less than five minutes without the need for human intervention. So the second area where we could apply AI or the trend is going to be around consumer centricity. So the two most important factors for an insurance carrier's success are consumer centricity and customer delight. So AI is the secret weapon that can help unlock the value of all past data that an insurance carrier has in their call center, billing systems, policy admin platforms, or CRM system, and deliver customer delight in every interaction they have. So we know reducing the number of frustrating questions asked to a consumer that is going through a personal property loss and delivering a faster settlement equals more customer delight. So we're gonna see the insurance industry embrace AI in a big way to deliver this customer delight. So the last one is embedded insurance distribution and AI agent bots. So a customer acquisition strategy for carriers is gonna quickly shift from old school mailers, TV commercials, and search engine optimization to a more embedded insurance approach where the imperative is to be present during the customer's moment of need and offer insurance as a light touch on-demand purchase as part of a larger life event transaction. So instead of the old school laid back insurance agent reach outs, we're gonna see AI bots uh, knowing when a consumer on a digital platform like One Home truly needs insurance and is gonna proactively initiate the insurance sale transaction. So embedded insurance and AI enabled sales approach is gonna be a complete uh, it's going to be accomplished only by a combination of digital and AI working together. So we are going to see this trend quickly uh, take over the whole distribution strategy for insurance carriers. JJ, thank you so much. Fascinating stuff. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I really enjoyed it. A scary thought that you say there's more intelligent people than you at CoreLogic. Goodness me. Uh, for more information about One Home and CoreLogic's vision for insurance, visit corelogic.com forward slash protect.